This podcast is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum, Father the Flame, and ThisPipeLife.com. We thank them for supporting this show, and we thank you for supporting them. You're listening to Country Squire Radio. Welcome to Country Squire Radio, I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD? Hey, Bo. How you doing, man? Man, I am doing great. <laughs> Glad to know that our live channel can hear us uh, A-OK. Fortunately, Twitter's uh, t- chiming in right good, now. Good, good. That's, wh- that's what we want to hear. That's yeah. exactly what we want to hear. That's man, great. I'm, I'm doing really well. It's been a, good, it's been man. a crazy last uh, week. I was doing some traveling. Uh, you know, I was actually up in uh, New York City for a very, very hot minute. I uh, got an opportunity to actually meet George Lucas's wife, which is kind of cool. Dude, what? You didn't get to meet George Lucas? He did. He wasn't there, but maybe next time. But, but you met uh, a, What's that? Remember that South Park cartoon where they're like, it's sung by John Stamos's brother. <laughs> well, oh, but I did get a chance to meet John Legend, so that was kind of cool. Okay. And actually, he even did a little singing, which was pretty, pretty awesome. Well, that's as great. Well. But yeah, uh, but yeah great. so I've, I've been I've been traveling around, but I'm back home and, and okay. happy to be. What about you, okay. man? What you been up to? Uh, Dude, man, rocking and rolling. It's a... Uh, Golly, it's been a crazy uh, few weeks here. Of course, everyone knows I um, and I'm in the midst of uh, planning my wedding to my future life partner. And and she's here tonight, which is which is nice. So, um, yeah, man, uh, just, just doing that. Also, um, some exciting stuff coming up for the Squire. Uh, we um, are hoping to announce either right before or right after Christmas. We'll see. But um, some interesting stuff going on for 2018 uh, that'll have a big effect on you know our business and uh, just kind of the future direction of the shop all really really good stuff we're excited about and uh and hopefully we'll be rolling some of that out soon so anyway just uh yeah a lot lots happening man it's it's amazing it's just a really a really busy time and i and you know i i like to take naps and so i (laughs) I, I, I've had to take more of them of late just to process all this stuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Some yeah. people, when they uh, get overwhelmed, they uh, you know do a variety of things. And I, I just go in my room and shut down. And so I've had to do that a little bit. You got to do it, man. <laughs> you got to do it. It's been really helpful. That and the pipe have kept me sane. Well, hey, speaking of shut down, um, listeners of Country Choir Radio know that uh, over the last uh, last week, and, and actually it's it's been kind of an ongoing, reoccurring issue that we've had with the Country Choir Radio uh, f- feed, the, the, the podcast feed, uh, is that occasionally it'll kind of have this hiccup where people aren't getting their, their new content uh, as soon as it goes live. Well, I am proud and glad and happy to say that a a final solution <laughs> until it becomes no longer final, but we have, we've moved our hosting client uh, completely onto a, a brand new hosting client, which means that uh, from this point on going, if you are subscribed to the feed, you should get every single new episode on time immediately. And there's actually an added benefit to this is that our archived feed, our, yeah. our, our publicly archived feed yeah. actually now goes all the way from now all the way back to episode 100. Okay. For, for the last little while, it was only like the last 60 to 70 episodes. That's what that I, yeah, that's what I thought. I know folks had trouble with that. So now we they can get all the way back to 100, and then, of course, our, our patrons can get... Uh, all the, the one, 100 one early episodes. 100. Okay, yeah. good, good. <laughs> so, so, all right, so all, all you just said, things like feed, archive, client, right. hosting, that, none of that makes sense to me. I just heard wah, wah, wah. So, so pra- practically for our listeners that are idiots like me, this just means that their podcast listening would will be more consistent. Consistent. Yeah, let me put it this way. If, yeah. if you hey, are, break it down for for people like me, the the I need the milk. Absolutely, milk. absolutely. If if you're listening to this right now, but not through say iTunes, let's say that this episode you had to like look for it somewhere. Go to iTunes, resubscribe to the podcast, unsubscribe to whatever you were subscribed to before, resubscribe to the podcast. It'll refresh, and you'll never have to worry about it again. Uh, we'll also have kind of a, an episode going out on the old feed, just in case anybody gets kind of trapped in a uh, you know alternate universe somewhere and, okay. and all that kind of good stuff. So. It, 
so if everyone everyone on iTunes then needs to resubscribe, is not, that correct? Uh, it would not hurt. It wouldn't uh, hurt. You know, I, okay. it's more of like if if you if you're not seeing this episode, which is kind of ironic because then you wouldn't be hearing us talk about it, right? Um, but but theoretically speaking, okay. um, everyone everyone it would not hurt for everyone to go ahead and resubscribe to the show. Okay, but uh, it's like yeah. you know wearing a belt and suspenders at the same time. You know, you know just, just just make it happen. Covering all your bases. <laughs> but here's something cool, man. As part of this whole process, it also means that we end up with a uh, kind of a new landing page for Country Squire Radio. In fact, if you go to CountrySquireRadio.com, you'll uh, check it out and see it. It's a little bit more mobile friendly. Those tuning in for the live show tonight are kind of experiencing it for it's the first time. It's a beautiful website, man. Yeah. yeah. We're did in a great uh, job. We're in like, like HD, well not HD, but like, like larger screens. So like... I'm moving my hands around and you look like a mime. Yeah. I know. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like you, you'd see the same stuff, but we're now bigger. No, it's good. Screen. Theoretically. It's good. <laughs> and, and, and we need to look bigger, right? We, we, uh, we need all the help we can get. <laughs> we do have a, a special visitor here in the, in the shop tonight. That's right. Uh, our, our friend Barry Pettis from Loosedale, Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, man, longtime friend of the country squire. Gosh, uh, longtime pipe smoker, right, Barry? Uh, for, for quite a while. But, uh, anyway, Barry, um, is, is joining us. He's in town on business and, uh, Barry was actually the guy that kindly uh, donated the uh, the Esoterica Penzance for our drawing last week. And so one of you guys were fortunate enough to win that. Anyway, Barry, we thank you for that. Absolutely. Um, so uh, Barry is also, uh, he has an online business. He does um, retail uh, through eBay where uh, it's like uh, vintage clothing is that, or used oh, clothing. Is that right? Nice. So uh, you can check it out. It's poppin underscore tags. That's P-O-P-P-I-N. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. It's it's vintage clothing and it's yeah. poppin those tags. Popping tags, man. Yeah, I see. I see. I see. I see what you did there. That's, that's good. That's, that's P O P P I N yeah. underscore T A G Z Z. You can find him on eBay, and he's got a lot of cool stuff. He he has uh you know connections throughout the southeast on uh you know some really great vintage wear and all that stuff. So anyway, check him out. We uh we love Barry, and uh, he's a good friend of the show and and of of the radio show. Absolutely. Well, hey man, before we jump into tonight's uh, tonight's topic, we've got of course the uh, the holidays coming. We've got the custom cob competition going on. Yeah, guys, excited about this man people this is are really, fired up this is really fun because it's really easy to enter all you have to do is get yourself a uh, corn cob pipe a good missouri meerschaum corn cob pipe paint it do a carve job do whatever you want to do to it to really kind of make it unique and if you have kind of a holiday theme to the way that you're designing this pipe it'll go a long way uh but it's one entry per person all pipes must be smokable after they you get done kind of with the custom uh, design that you put on it and what you'll need to do we've had some people uh, writing in asking about this you'll need to actually send those pipes here to the country squire that's right you can find of course the uh mailing address information at country yeah it actually uh at the country squire online.com uh and you know just go on the contact page i'll just say it real quickly it's 1855 lakeland drive suite b10 jackson mississippi 39216 and, and here's um, the deal we need to just Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. All the entries need to be in by December 15th. December 15th. I know uh, we've been kind of, uh, you know, teasing out that we're going to have the official date. We doubt the official date. They all need to be here by December 15th because the winner will actually be announced on our Christmas episode, which we'll be uh, uh, recording on December 18th. So get them here by the 15th. So that we can announce a winner on the 18th. Yeah, has to be has to be at the shop by December 15th. That's All right, right. And we're I'm excited. A, it's going to be great, man. Because yeah. like you know, for a custom cob competition, the best the best prize is actually a custom cob trophy. And uh, I've been That's working, right. I've been working on it, and uh, it's uh, it's 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 pretty epic. Did you did you go buy some some glitter and some colored pipe cleaners and no maybe no one not of that the, it's it's one, it's <laughs> it's gilded okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. Does gilded imply real gold? It does. But it, well, it's not gilded. <laughs> uh, it's it's faux gilded. It's faux, it's faux gilded. <laughs> Did you take one of those uh, one of those gold sharpies that has a little glitter built into it and just like scrabble on something? I, you know, it's it's not important what how, how it happens. It's, uh, <laughs> but but one way or the other, it's uh, gonna be so lame. Gonna, I can't wait. You're gonna get a great trophy, <laughs> a great trophy, as well as some other great stuff from the Country Squire that's gonna go directly to the winner. Uh, again, send those entries in by December fifteenth to the country squire here oh and man we can't jump into the topic without first giving a huge shout out to new club member oh man country squire radio club member benjamin ben benjamin i'm sorry i don't know what i was saying <laughs> benjamin benjamin aline mcmullin you really don't have to try to butcher these names like you you, you butcher them enough by themselves you know what i mean ben, like th- this is a this is a simple one well, i know benjamin benja- ben- benjamin benjamin ben- benjamin allen mcmullin we are so thankful to have you join at the squire level uh for our uh international pipe club on patreon we uh couldn't do this kind of thing without uh without you and all the other uh squire members so uh th- thanks a bunch for joining you know you know the great thing about mcmullin what he's ba brad ben- benjamin allen i don't ba uh, okay. All right. <laughs> not, not going with me on that this one. This is so bad. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully it's not an indication to the episode that we've got tonight because tonight. Oh, is... no, it's already been a great episode. No, man. Mean, you know, it's it, yeah. Anyway, we've got a great episode tonight. <laughs> We're actually going to be doing a 101 episode. Now, these are episodes that are kind of tailor made specifically for new folks, new people who are picking up the pipe and trying to kind of figure things out. You know, we looked actually at our backlog and we realized we hadn't done a 101 episode in quite some time. And I think it's our mandate in what we do here. To uh, help bring on the new pipe smokers, yeah, and uh, and tonight is definitely dedicated towards that. Now, for those of you who've listened to one on one episodes in the past, we try to not just you know while it is tailored for that that new pipe smoker, uh, we, we try to also keep uh, in the room those who uh, have been uh, smoking a pipe for quite some time. In fact, um, we've got something kind of dedicated to you guys uh, in in the in the coming days here as well. More information on that as we go along. But John David, what is the the pipe smoking one on one episode tonight? Man, tonight we are talking about English blends for beginners. Um, you know, it, it, it's intimidating to get into English blends when you're a new pipe smoker, and of course, uh, a lot of folks, you know, you're in, into this, and you may be a newer pipe smoker, and you're like, well, what the heck is an English blend? You know, I don't even know what this means, and um, and so we thought we'd just dive into that, and then give you a few suggestions on maybe some places to start uh, for English blends. Um, you know, English blends, uh, of course, if you are a newer pipe smoker, particularly in the United States, you probably started smoking an aromatic tobacco, right? You know, this is kind of the favorite tobacco of of you know the U.S. Uh, real uh, you know, sweet, generously cased tobaccos that, uh, you know, might have different flavors, cherry, vanilla, razzleberry, whatever. We should make a razzleberry tobacco. Yeah, or schnozberry. Schnozberry? Schnozberry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll work on that. Actually, that would be good, because I, I, I think my, I have a big nose. But anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, English blends, you know, these are blends that, that are typically not cased, or if they are, it's extremely in limited quantities, or limited uh, limited amounts. But, uh, you know, th- these are blends that feature the leaf Latakia. Uh, typically, an uh, English blend, of course, has to have Latakia at at least a 5% amount uh, to be considered an English blend. And, t- and you know, generally, they'll go anywhere from 5% to 20%. You've got those uh, outliers that, you know, kind of creep on over 20% there. But Latakia, of course, is that is that smoky, rich leaf that a lot of folks are like, oh, it's that stuff that makes the tobacco taste like barbecue, right? It's, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm I'm an aromatic smoker, but I, I smelled my first tin or my first pouch of English blend tobacco, Latakia tobacco, and and that it, it smells like you know um uh, you know we always say candy.
campfire, uh, barbecue, deliciousness, you know, uh, toastiness, uh, peatiness. You know, a lot of people think it uh, that that are off put by it. It's more like burnt hair or something like that. But you know, it, it's it's this you know smoky, toasty flavor that um, that is always kind of interesting. So um, so what we thought, of course. You know there are there are English blends that uh, are probably not the right places to start. If if you are you know an aromatic smoker that has you know thoroughly enjoyed uh, you know just an, whatever number of aromatics our friends from Lane of course make one Q. We have uh, plenty of aromatics here at the Country Squire like you know Cherokee and Blue Ribbon and Lancaster. Uh, you know other tobacco shops around the country blend their own. As well, Cornell and Deal has an amazing assortment. Uh, things like, uh, you know, Autumn Evening or Chocolate Cavendish or whatever, on and on. So, full spectrum. Um, the the full spectrum. If that is your background and and you're interested, okay, what's this English blend? Let me let me give one a shot. Let's let's get introduced to Latakia just to see uh, what it's like. Then you know, we we wanted to just recommend a few things for you. Let, let me ask you this: Is it still seen in the pipe community that dipping your toes into English means that you're getting out of the kiddie pool and into the deep end? You know, because because I I kind of frown against that mindset, but I, I also know that's a very or that has been a popular mindset. I I, I agree that it it is the mindset, but I, I want to qualify this. Okay, like the 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 goal is not for you to wind up smoking an English blend. The goal is for you to try an English blend. Expand that palate. You've got to expand your palate. You know, we talked about that a couple weeks ago. One of our listeners wrote in, I think, and 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 we've gone back and forth on this that it, that concept of broadening your horizons with your with your flavor profile, trying things that you don't necessarily like, just to make you appreciate flavors that you do like that much more. It, it is so incredibly critical. So you know, even if you are a vanilla, a uh, cherry vanilla smoker, and that's all you've ever smoked, occasionally it really is important important to you know go out there and try that tobacco way out in left field just to kind of recalibrate yourself right you don't even have to like it but when you go back to the to the tobacco that you are familiar with that you do love uh you're going to be more sensitive to the things you really love about it so it really is you know for for the person that appreciates tobacco that wants to be a um a connoisseur of it that wants to you know uh really grow their uh sense of you know different tastes and all that you know it really is important so so the goal is not necessarily to wind up an English blend smoker, right? right, uh, right. You might wind up a Virginia smoker, or, or, or stay an aromatic smoker, or a Perique smoker, whatever. But but the goal is, you know, to take that first step and just to uh, to try it. And and particularly for newer pipe smokers, it's always intimidating. You know, you've been smoking this, uh, you know, caramel flavored tobacco, and now you're going to smoke something that tastes like Scotch whiskey. And so it's just this kind of big uh, jump that you have to have to get into. Great qualifier, too. Yeah. I think I, yeah. I always think that's important because you know because that's that snobbishness around English still exists. And I got to tell you, and maybe I should, well, no, no, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say this now, you know, with, with what we've seen from the war of the roses and, and that sort of thing, especially from, uh, yeah. uh, you know, last week and, and the videos, which by the way, the videos from the war of the roses is now out on YouTube. We've shared That's that right. on Facebook. That's right. Uh, and just seeing how many people gravitated to Lancaster, which is far more of a aromatic plant. I'm like, guys, you guys are English. Well, what, what, what the English doing gravitating towards aromatics? <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, so all that to say, English blends, it's, it's, about, it's not about changing your, your taste or driving into the deep end or now you've yeah. graduated. It's like you said, it's about expanding your palate. That's so, right. That's right. Entry so, level, so, expand so, my palate. Le- en- entry level English blends, this is kind of where we're at. Um, now, some of the English blends that we're going to mention tonight uh, are true English blends, okay? So these are blends that are not flavored at all. Uh, they have uh, zero casing or topping, but they feature a healthy portion of Latakia. Um, some of the blends we're going to talk about tonight, Bo, have, uh, have I, I 
call them hybrid blends or, mm-hmm. or English aromatics. Okay, so these are blends that that feature Latakia to the point where you know it's there, it's prominent. But then there's also other ingredients that typically are have a have a little flavoring or a little topping, uh, just to make it a little more palatable. Okay, okay. Oh, so yeah, so yeah. that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. Um, first off tonight, I will uh, introduce. Um, Old Dog Pipe Tobacco. Of course, this is from our friends at McClelland. Um, McClelland, uh, you know, they make some of the best tobaccos in the world. I'm a fanboy. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to the show long enough, you know all that. But I'll, I'll read it quickly. A full English mixture, dark with Cyprian Latakia, spiced with fragrant Xanthia from Macedonia, uh, Macedonian uh, tobacco. Uh, its liveliness is a result of aged flu-cured Virginias and jet black Cavendish tobaccos. We are pleased to make available once again in this original Old Dog Pipe recipe. So um, anyway, this this is an older tobacco that came from um, another company that uh, McClellan has rebirthed, and uh, it, this is a really uh, rich. Uh, rich tobacco. It's one of those that, um, you know, this is kind of dropping you in the deep end of English blends, <laughs> but it's dropping you the deep end with with floaties. Okay, like yeah, you know, you know those right. little things that you had on your arms that like you know help you float around the pool, and you, you look like an idiot. Everyone knows you can't swim, but you're still floating in the deep end. Oh well, that, my gosh! Well, that when when you when you, when you're smoking old dog, you get to do that because you're you're experiencing a full a uh, full bodied English blend. But the thing I like about this, and the thing I the reason I would kind of recommend this as a as a start tobacco. It's got a healthy dose of uh, unflavored black Cavendish in here. So you're going to open this tin, immediately uh, smell a, a, a rich, uh, you know, burning, uh, you know, sensation. It's very uh, robust, but the smoothness of this tobacco is uh, is is really um, apparent when you're smoking it. So this this tobacco is going to burn very cool. Uh, you know, it's going to give you a really uh, you know healthy understanding of what a full-bodied English blend is without uh, feeling harsh by any means at all. So um, it, it's a dark tobacco, rich. It's kind of velvety and silky. Um, you know, it's a nice ribbon cut, and of course, it has the um, uh, Macedonian leaf in there as well to just kind of keep it interesting for uh, newer smokers, just to provide provide that extra dose of uh, cedary flavor. So um, old dog, uh, this is going to be kind of probably at the at the limit of what you'll want to try if you're a new uh, new to English blends. So when you say at the limit, like like so this is really kind of dive, like diving in. Yeah, th- this this is probably the farthest you want to go. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. That, that's this is probably where I'd send you. All so right, gotcha. uh, next we've got uh, and this is a fun tobacco. I love I love what they've done here. Um, the folks at Cornell and Deal and Greg Peace they have collaborated uh, to make two friends pipe tobacco and two oh, friends. Yeah, I remember uh, this one. Man, we've got just a bunch of their uh, tobaccos here at the shop and they sell on our website and we we love them uh, like crazy. They're all really interesting blends, but um, it, this is going to be one of those hybrid blends that I highly recommend to folks that are aromatic smokers but want to, you know, get a sense of what Latakia tastes like, right? Um, so, two friends. This is their English chocolate. Uh, English chocolate, it uh, it says, we begin with the finest Virginias, just enough Latakia uh, to provide the taste that so many uh, crave um, and then press it into marry the flavors. And so, uh, this is a broken flake tobacco and it has just that enough of that uh, kind of milk chocolate essence to to, to keep it interesting for, um, you know, for smokers. Now, two friends, if I'm not mistaken, we actually, I wanted to say we did this as a tobacco talk, but I think it was actually a Squire Select when we did the Cask Mates, and you actually paired this up with the Jamesons. Yeah, it may have been a different two friends. Okay. But yeah, because they make a bunch of different tobaccos, but and I can't remember which one. Oh, okay, okay, But, the, okay. but this is their English chocolate blend. Interesting. Right. Okay, so that, that's that's good to note. All right, so that's, that's really good. All right, so this <laughs> um, one, good you know, 
Go ahead. Chocolate, uh, chocolate in terms of tobacco can be a very polarizing flavor. It, it can. That's right. That's right. This blend is nice because the chocolate topping is very subtle. And so you're going to open this tin. It's a broken flake. It's real pleasing to, to um, you know, just kind of touch in the can and smell and all that. You're immediately going to get a really healthy sense of Latakia in there, so smoky richness. Um, and as you're smoking this, Latakia is the predominant flavor, but for the aromatic smoker, there's enough sweetness there to kind of keep you in the ball game, right? So uh, as you're smoking the tobacco, you're going to get those notes of cocoa throughout your smoke. Um, and, and again, you'll have a lot of those, uh, you know, kind of uh, velvety rich flavors that uh, I think marry really well. So a, it's a fun tobacco to smoke. It's one of those that um, you know, I think uh, as a newer English blend smoker, as someone that wants to experience Latakia, uh, you'll be you'll be interested in trying. Sounds good. Yep. Uh, next, we've got uh, this. This is kind of fun. Yeah, and, and this is going to be closer to the old dog as far as uh, ones to try uh, going down the road. But this is you know as far as the aggressiveness of kind of what we're looking into here. But uh, this is Dunhill Early Morning Pipe. Now th- this is kind of interesting. Some folks might be like, why would you send the the new kid on the block down to <laughs> down to try uh, Early Morning Pipe? But uh, Early Morning Pipe from Dunhill, of course, this is one of the best selling tobaccos um, really in the world. Uh, I'm sure, but uh, it's a light English blend. It's got that uh, natural sweetness. Uh, the Latakia is is very present, but it's not overpowering. Uh, it is, uh, you know, paired with this kind of Turkish. Uh, crisp toastiness. You know, the Turkish tobaccos, they have a lot of this uh, woody toastiness that just is a really nice complement to it. Um, and uh, I think, you know, that that toastiness just kind of keeps it interesting for, um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the newer folks that that enjoy it. So if you if you have liked uh, mild aromatics uh, that, you know, kind of maybe probably feature a lot of uh, Virginia tobaccos, uh, like natural flavors, uh, but are interested in kind of, you know, sticking your toe in the Latakia a you know pond or whatever uh i think early morning pipe is a is a good one to do is this one opened so, up uh, it's not it's not it's up. not okay yeah. I, I didn't want to you can open it, it if you want to buy it no 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 no. <laughs> of, course, of course early early morning pipe though i do feel like that's one that, that's been uh mentioned several times on this podcast and uh you know i i always love it i think i want to say this was one of the ones that we uh that we mentioned before when we were talking about like breakfast. We did. Tobaccos. We sure yeah. did. It made the list. Yeah, absolutely. It sure did. It's a great. It's a great tobacco. Um, not not particularly overwhelming. You know, it's not a tobacco that just is going to you know kick you in the pants. Kind well, of and thing. that's and that's what yeah. you want, right? When you're when you're uh, dipping your toes in. Yeah, I agree. Um, so a couple more. We've got uh, McClelland Anniversary. Um, it, now everyone knows that there is a recent. Uh, blend that McClelland came out with. It's their 40th anniversary. Oh my God. We love, we love McClelland. They, you know, it, but there's a couple things they do that is a little confusing. So that they, for a long time have had McClelland anniversary and they just came out with another blend McClelland 40th anniversary, uh, to celebrate their 40th year. The, the 40th anniversary is a different blend than what I'm telling you about right now. Okay. So this well, is, wait, was this, was anniversary actually on their 40th anniversary? It was not. Yeah. Okay. So this is like their 30th anniversary. I, I, or 40, 40, 39 math. I, I, I really don't know. Yeah. yeah okay. I, 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 to be honest, I really don't know. Cause gotcha. it says, well, I I just don't know, but but yeah, this is McClelland Anniversary. It's a beautiful tin. It actually comes wrapped in this uh, kind of khaki colored paper, um, and it's got this beautiful blue wax seal on the top of it, it's which is really gorgeous. is really stunning. It's a stunning tin of tobacco. You'll you know you're going to pay a little more for this. It's um, I think it generally uh, the MSRP on this is around twenty twenty two dollars. Um, 
But it's just a beautiful tobacco. The presentation is amazing. Um, and it says specialist with Virginian and Oriental leaf. Uh, on the outside, it does not mention Latakia in this tobacco, but this is an English blend. This is a, this is an English blend. It's a, uh, it's a mellow Virginia, uh, English blend. And so what McClelland, what they, um, what they excel at, of course, are the the rich packaging. Uh, I'm well, sorry. well, you yeah, packaging. They, always they do. Packaging they do. They, they, they like... know how to create a, a product that you want to buy just by how it looks, Absolutely, right? And yeah. and luckily for them, you know, or, or you know, thank goodness for them, we, um, you know, the the inside of the can also matches, you know, what is what is on the outside. They and just make, yeah, exactly. That's they just make great. They just make great tobaccos. But Gosh. um, so anyway, uh, in in anniversary, of course, McClellan, they're excelling at this rich. Uh, you know, uh, uh, sugar content Virginia uh, that they're so well known for these robust, uh, you know, uh, bright Virginias, but but mostly a lot of these, uh, you know, kind of uh, creamy, velvety uh, red Virginias that just have uh, just the right amount of sugar content. The uh, nicotine is low, and it's just real, real easy going to smoke. Real thick richness. It's, it's just really good tobacco that they're that they're good at. Um, but then, so they've taken this and they've kind of added the the Latakia to what their bread and butter is, right? So they're those rich, dark Virginias. They've taken, you know, that concept, those stoved, uh, creamy Virginias, and they've added the Latakia to it uh, in their anniversary blend. And so uh, just a really great tobacco. It's uh, um, going to be ribbon-cut tobacco. Uh, it, it super mild, burns really easy. Uh, this is a tobacco that's probably... Uh, you know, middle of the road as far as ones you might want to try um, because it's, uh, you know, certainly not nearly as strong, uh, I would think, as the old dog, uh, but, you know, not nearly as sweet either as the English chocolate. So I'm kind of giving you a spectrum here to, to pick from. That's good, uh, Which is nice. So um, a couple more I'll mention. Yeah. Um, uh, Northwest Trek from the Country Squire. Uh, of course, we just debuted this. Uh, it's a tobacco that uh, that actually Caleb the intern uh, mixed. It was his first blend. Yeah, where's that at? Uh, it, it's, it's over here, actually. Okay. Over, over oh, my, yeah, that's right. Like right shoulder, side. but um, okay. yeah, this is a this is an English aromatic, so it's kind of like English chocolate from two friends. Uh, this is a tobacco. I'm actually smoking it tonight, so um, it's Good it's one of those that is um, yeah, real uh, you know, smoky, uh, thick, uh, thick smoke, lots of um, just fire, you know, toasty notes, but it's also got this kind of maple sweetness to it. You might get a little cocoa in it, but uh, it's more of just a, a soft maple sweetness. It's really nice. Uh, it's a Virginia Burley Latakia mixture, um, and it just has these savory notes that uh, that make the aromatic components in there interesting. So um, just enough black Cavendish to kind of, you know, make itself burn uh, you know, cool and and uh, and make the room note pleasant, but um, I think is really really good. So we're we're proud of Northwest Trek and I encourage y'all to to try it. Um, and then you know I, I you may notice that I have gone through this entire evening talking about Gateway English blends for new smokers, right? Right. And I have not mentioned once on purpose Frogmorton. So Frogmorton is really and and I. I could have done a whole show on on Frogmorton tobacco. Have we tobacco. not? We we need to do that. If we we, we probably need right. to do a whole show on just cra- the Craftsberry series from McClellan. Oh, whatever. but so good. But but Frogmorton again. You know, I I could have done a whole get, show get on that. Get them all while you can. But that would have been too predictable. <laughs> you know, I, it just it would have been yeah. too predictable to do. You know, every one of these tobaccos just a different Frogmorton. Uh, Frogmorton. These are made by McClellan. Incredibly smooth English blends. Uh, I, I remember it was the gateway drug for me getting into non aromatic tobaccos and I didn't even wind up an English blend smoker I don't you know if you have listened to the show long enough you know I don't really care for English blends that often so I'm more of a Virginia smoker um, 
and a Perique smoker, but um, you know, Frogmorton, it really is like this gateway. Uh, you know, it, it holds your hand into the English world, oh, right? Yes, it does. It, it's Sorry. it's really kind of fantastic. They, uh, you know, add enough of the uh, you know, unflavored black Cavendish into this tobacco to just uh, just take you kind of wisped away into this uh, you know, silky goodness. It's really really good. The, yeah, I'll never forget opening my first tin of uh, Frogmorton and and thinking tobacco can smell like this. Like I, I didn't know pipe tobacco could smell like this. You know, um, and if you want something sweeter, if you are you know, a big aromatic fan wants something that, uh, of course, is going to, um, you know, give you enough of that sugar uh, just to, to keep you in the game on the on the uh, sweetness side, but also want to experience the full-bodied English blend. Uh, I would go with uh, the Frogmorton uh, Cellar, which, of course, was aged in a whiskey barrel. So y'all, y'all heard um, it, right? He just he just waxed poetic yet again about unflavored black Cavendish. I, I, and, what and, do you have in the kitchen, sir? I, I'm not telling. I, I, who knows? Everybody's speculating. Or it might be nothing. <laughs> it really, it really, it, it really is not. You're, right? you're just staring at it like, like you know, you can't figure out the rest. But of it's so, it's just so Come great on. because it's, uh, you know, it 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 adds enough uh, volume and enough. Uh, body that you know weird uh, term we use mouthfeel you know it adds enough of that to the tobacco to make it uh, very pleasant but the but the flavoring is very limited in it and so it just has this kind of uh, uh, you know wispy uh, disappearing sweetness that just uh, but but the but the texture of it is really nice. So um, anyway, Frogmorton's uh, major in that. They major in that gotcha. uh, kind of thick, uh, semi-sweet texture. Uh, but then, of course, there's plenty of that Latakia toastiness that makes it fun. So um, anyway, obviously, we could have done a whole show just on why you should have, uh, you know, begin smoking those as your as your new English blends. But I think... Um, I think the ones we featured uh, first are, are are certainly worth trying. So. Man, yeah. yeah. Look, at, at some point we really do need to have a, a Frog Morton dedicated episode because uh, that's just. I mean, it's like it, it'd just be like the candy store. Actually, you know, what, could that be the one that we pair up with barbecue? Because I got to tell you, I think a lot of. <laughs> I'm serious. A lot of Frog Morton blends would actually go really well. Uh, after like a nice full meal, like when I when I think about what I want to smoke after a nice full meal, Frogmorton is exactly where my mind goes. You know, we 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 had a pilgrimage today, and and I'm really embarrassed, brother. I, I I cannot remember your name. I've got it written down over there, but it's just been a long day. But we had a pilgrimage today, and this kind gentleman came in here from Oklahoma, and he looked all around our shop, and he very seriously looked at me, and he said, "You know, I went to Pig and Pint Barbecue while I was in town yeah, today, yeah. and 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 you know, it, it was so good that Pig and Pint, it's a local." Uh, you know, uh, uh, barbecue place we've got here in Jackson. And, and he said, you know, we were just passing through and, and wanted to try some local barbecue. So we went there and he was like, I, I got some leftovers in my car. Can, can you recommend a tobacco that oh! might, that might go well with the, with oh! those leftovers? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course you conveniently <laughs> forgot his name. Where is he from? Right. I know. He's from Oklahoma. That's what I'm talking about, Oklahoma. And my guest book That's what is, I'm talking about. my guest book is literally right over there and I really should go get it. But anyway, uh, bro, the brother, he, <laughs> notice, he, notice he forgot his name. I'm just saying. That's right, you're right, I right. I would have butchered it, right. but I would have shown you your respect but, <laughs> for bringing that barbecue into this place and asking for that. You go, sir. It was it, more it was, power to you. It was pretty great. We'll, he, we'll he, win him over. Yeah, he, he, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was solid. So anyway, yeah, I think you know that those notes of barbecue in some of those tins. They, I, I get it, right? I mean, you you do open it. I, you know, particularly when you open a can of uh, Frog Morton. Uh, uh, 
on the bayou. That that is a tobacco that just screams like uh, rich, thick barbecue. It's just mm. really, really good. So um, anyway, I, I don't know. You, you're you're wearing me down, Bo. Well, you know the great thing is, uh, you know when when you're having some barbecue, uh, you know you got you got that great seasoned meat, but you also need some good sides. You know what? You know what That's I like. Right. You know That's what right. I like on the side of a, of a good barbecue. What? A little bit of corn on the cob. Oh, you know, corn on the cob is really good. You know, some uh, you've got the other things too. Obviously, the uh, you know uh, baked beans and maybe some coleslaw or something. But there's there's always that corn on the cob. Oh, it's so good. And you yeah. know the great thing about uh, you know corn on the cob and just corn in general is that you could take that cob, you can make it into a pipe or better yet why not go to the people that masterfully take corn this is what they do this is what they do they take the corn cob they turn it into a pipe so that you can smoke any of these entry-level englishes with any variation of barbecue that you want to of course i'm talking about our good friends over at missouri meerschaum that's right that's right the folks at missouri meerschaum make incredible pipes out of the own corn that they grow there on their property in uh in washington missouri it's, it's really cool Bo. i love i love this if you're following missouri meerschaum right now on social media you'll know that they are in the middle of harvest season Woo! and they are bringing in all this corn that they uh that they grow there themselves to make these pipes i mean these are real these are real vegetables that you're smoking out of <laughs> right. that, that real you know americans have have put together there uh in in our heartland and uh, of course they just make uh make incredible quality pieces so uh tonight's episode is brought by the missouri uh legend the missouri, missouri meerschaum legend which we love it's our best-selling uh corn cob pipe here at the country squire uh it's just a just a really simple uh, billiard. It comes in a straight and a bent variety. It has a nice uh, amber stem on there and has the option of using that uh, that cotton filter in case you need something to catch some of your moisture. So uh, it's a generous sized bowl, medium sized bowl. And is one of those that's going to be uh, good for sampling tobaccos or for a nice uh, afternoon smoke for for an hour and a half. Look, man, I, I love the pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. The legend, you know, we were talking about it actually even before we went live, and I was like, "That's the one." We that's the one. That that's one the one. That's the one, man. <laughs> Absolutely love the legend. So, hey, if you've got a legend, smoke it this week. Take a selfie, send it in to us. We love to retweet those out whenever we get them in. It lets the good folks at Missouri Meerschaum know that you appreciate them for sponsoring this show. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Pipe Question of the Week. All right, man. Pipe Question of the Week this week is actually being brought to us this week by our good friends at Father the Flame. Father the Flame. That's right. All right. Now, Father the Flame, of course, an amazing documentary that is uh, in process and has been for quite some time. Guys, they are getting so close to making this documentary a reality. They just need a little bit of help in getting their sound mixing done. And so to make this happen, they actually are going to have... Uh, a really awesome auction. Now you can participate in this auction from November 17th through, uh, I'm sorry, November 17th through the 19th. Uh, they got pipes from like Lee Eric, uh, Rob E, unique pipes uh, by, by and I always mispronounce it. No, but it's, uh, it's the Father of the Flame pipe from Chacon. Chacon. So, yeah, of course, they uh, they partnered with uh, famed French pipe maker Chacon, uh-huh. all, the, all the great folks there uh, to make the, the really cool Father of the Flame bulldog. So yeah, yeah. R- really nice. But all, all those will be part of the silent auction. 
And it's coming up, guys. Again, that's November 17th through the 19th. Head over there. Highest bid will take home a pipe. And uh, again, not only are you getting yourself an awesome pipe, but you're also helping to uh, make this documentary happen. Uh, so again, Father the Flame, November 17th through 19th. Highest bid takes home one of these awesome pipes to help make Father the Flame, the documentary, happen. And did, did they just go to fatherdeflame.com, Bo? Fatherdeflame.com. That's that right? got your information right there. Okay, great. All right. So the pipe question this week is from Eric. And Eric writes in, he says, I have noticed that a lot of new awesome blends are coming out from everyone, the Country Squire included. It had me thinking that, you know, we've got these regulations from the FDA. Where does the industry stand right now? And will the Country Squire even be able to sell amazing, epic, epically amazing? Epic. Uh, I may have uh, uh, added those in there. Uh, <laughs> tobaccos such as White Rose. Did you add that in there too? I, I, no, the White Rose he asked. Oh. I might have. <laughs> I might have, I might have. I could have sworn you added that in there too. No, no, I'm embellished about how epic it was, but still, yes, no, it's great. Rose. Okay, good, <laughs> good, good question. You know, folks are uh, in our industry. Obviously, over the past few years, we've been on pins and needles about uh, you know how the new regulations from the FDA are going to affect the pipe industry in particular. Uh, you know, we we've talked before about the um, you know in shop. Uh, you know, me blending pipe tobacco being considered manufacturing and all this other stuff. And and to be honest, all this is being litigated right now. And so, uh, you know, we, we won't we don't go into politics. We don't like to go into politics on the show. But just factually, uh, at the end of uh, this past year, uh, you know, after the election, there was a lot of turnover in the FDA. Now, that didn't necessarily give us, uh, a, you know, as an industry, any kind of out. But what it did is kind of push the ball the it, it just kind of slowed the process right, down yeah. and so right now we're uh the dates are getting pushed back um all this stuff is being litigated it's in the court system uh the fda is kind of determining their new strategy uh since they're under new administration on uh you know how to approach the subject uh and they haven't even fully decided this yet right and so uh so it's it's just all in flux right now you've and and, and therefore you've got uh tobacconists like like the country squire um you know, it seems like our friends at Cornell and Deal are coming out with a new tobacco every uh, every week. <laughs> you know, I mean, everyone is is still just kind of in in the blending mode of this, right? Business so, as usual, with um, maybe even a little like, wait, like let, let's get let's get this creative juices going while we got while while we can, now. right? Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so so that's that's where we are. We're waiting for this stuff to be litigated. Um, you know, the, there are currently uh, a couple of lawsuits that have been filed on behalf. Uh, 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 by our trade organization on behalf of retailers like us um, that are, you know, fighting for the ability to continue to uh, blend craft pipe tobaccos here in an environment like the Country Squire uh, without going through too much red tape and all this kind of stuff. So, um, so anyway, right now, retailers like us, pipe shops across the country where we still exist are, um, you know, just kind of waiting for the stuff to shake out. Um, and, 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 you know, the, the clock is ticking, but, you know, we just don't have a lot of clarity right now. Um, and, and a lot of that, to be just real frank, again, we won't go into details politically, but, you know, that just changed a little bit of the, you know, matrix metrics of this thing with the with the election this time last year so um so anyway just feeling our way through that seeing where this is going to go you know hoping for the best uh one thing you can be fully uh confident in is that the country squire being you know a 
a committed pipe shop, a shop that, um, you know, our identity is pipes and that's what we major in. Uh, you know, we'll do whatever we have to legally to continue to to hand blend pipe tobacco here in our store. And so, uh, you know, we've almost been here 50 years. We want to be here another 50 years and uh, and make some of these delicious recipes. And um, we feel like we're well positioned uh, along with another, a lot of other companies uh, to make it to the other side of this regulatory hurdle. Uh, and we're committed to that. And I hope you all understand just my vigor in, in, in you know, we, we, we're not going anywhere. So, uh, you know, it might cost us some money. It might uh, mean we have to go up on some prices. It might mean that things come out a little slower or timetables are, uh, you know, elongated some, but we will always hand blend pipe tobacco here at our shop. Yeah. You know, the, the great thing is, I mean, in terms of just the, the, the narrative of the country square, but also your narrative is when, when all of like at the height of the, the FDA regulations and kind of the, the midst of the turmoil and what's about to happen. That's when you bought the shop. I, I did. I did. I, I believe in our industry. That was, it was, it was a bold move. And you know, I had, it's interesting, you know, looking back on that, gosh, that's been over a year ago now, but I had people calling me from all over the country in our industry, just thinking, and, and, and they were saying things like, man, I just want you to know, like the, the courage that your community there in Jackson has to go after this thing. Like, you know, we, we applaud that, you know, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about just our whole pipe smoking community here. Uh, country square radio is part of that. Uh, you know, we we're committed to it. This is something that we love. It's in our bones. We, uh, we believe in it. We think it's, um, you know, just a worthwhile thing that's worth fighting for. And, uh, and you know, so we're, um, we'll be here. Yeah. We'll be and, here. And we'll the, be here blending pipe tobacco. And, and don't forget you can buy the white rose right now. Feel, <laughs> you know, feel free to stockpile on it because, uh, you know, I, I heard, between the lines that everything's going to continue as normal, but who knows? They may shut down White Rose specifically. This could be a collector's item. Buy it. Treat it like it's Penzance. It is the Penzance of the Country Squire. Now you sound like like Dunhill. Like you know, <laughs> you know Dunhill. Dunhill was like you know, oh, we're going out of business and all this stuff, and they still might. Who knows? Yeah, but well, like you know, true. it's made this complete rush on all their tobaccos, and people are like, I've got to buy more Nightcap, and you're like, it's it's readily available. I don't know. I yeah, but but you know what? Uh, you know, Bo, you're right. Get that White Rose. Everyone needs to buy. White Get Rose. it. You're right. <laughs> Great pipe question. So shameless. Yeah. Great pipe question, Eric. We really appreciate that. Hey, if you got that a pipe, was a good question. If yeah. you got a pipe question of the week, send it in. Show at countrysquireradio.com. Again, that's show at countrysquireradio.com. Quick, Quick fire, fire with, with the squire. squire. Quick fire questions. All right, man. Quick fire questions coming in from thispipelife.com. Thispipelife.com. More about them in just a minute. Uh, this is actually from Jay Freedy over at the forums at thispipelife.com. Okay. All right. Now, he says this is very movie-themed, and he apologizes in advance to John David. Oh, movies. I don't... You, you know I don't do movies. Well, we're, you're about to. Unless it's like Star Wars or... Independence Day. All right. <laughs> we got or maybe that. those uh, Herbie the Love Bug movies oh, from like the early those 80s. Those are great. The, the original ones? <laughs> yeah. Not the one with the girl from the Parent Trap remake, but like like the good no, ones. No, no. We're talking about the, yeah. the old-fashioned ones, yeah. That that, that's the first time I screamed Bloody Murder and cried at a movie was in the Herbie movie when he went over that... Uh, thing into the into the water into the water yeah yeah, yeah. and I uh, I was I was terrified and and very saddened and my mom had to coddle me I remember Herbie <laughs> Herbie spit the the fuel like in the face of the bad guy do you remember that like like his fuel gauge yep. like Pah. yep yeah Lindsay right. Lohan she she remade that one and she remade the tr- Parent Trap did Disney have like Lindsay Lohan on like some sort of retainer like you you must reboot all these movies before you go completely off the deep end I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Has That's she crazy. shaved her head yet? I, I, don't I don't know. All right, Jay Freedy, here we go. Are you ready for this? Yep. Alfred Hitchcock or Tim Burton? Hitchcock. Tim Burton. 
Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know who Tim Burton is, but I, I, I have watched enough Hitchcock movies to be semi, you know, versed. No, no. Hitchcock is, is certainly yeah. more more epic, uh, more iconic, but uh, Burton made bat- Batman. So yeah. you got to give it to him for that. Okay. Uh, George Lucas or Steven Spielberg? Okay. I'm going to go with Lucas because I'm the Star Wars fanboy, right? But I mean, I, I do think Steel- Spielberg has had more movies that have been, you know, generally more highly acclaimed over time. Um, but but I'm I'm probably more of a Lucas fan. Yeah, Spielberg is more diversely talented. Yeah, but, I think I think you're right. But Lucas is a world builder, and and I've I got to go to Lucas. I mean, gosh, it's it's George freaking Lucas. Uh, speaking of which, Star Wars, Lucas or Abrams? Uh, Lucas. It, well, the first three. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if if you're if you're stacking up all of them, I mean, Empire is still my favorite, and I and I absolutely love the Force Awakens. I I love that movie. Um, but it's it's still not Empire. So yeah, you got to go with Lucas on that one. Uh, Spider-Man. These are the actors that portrayed Spider-Man. Toby Maguire. He was the 2002 one uh, when we were in high school. Or uh, the new kid, Tom Holland. I don't know who Tom Holland is, but I do remember the Toby Maguire movies. So I'll go with that one. He was kind of the geeky kid, right? He did a good job at portraying nerdy Peter Parker. Yeah, like I, I think I, I don't know. There's... Um Part of me that identifies with that. Yeah, no, no, definitely. Yeah. He, he was always a good Peter Parker. I never really felt him that strongly as Spider-Man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Again, that movie has a special place in my heart. Spider-Man sure. 2, uh, for the longest time, was my favorite. Uh, like, I, I almost had like borderline a religious experience <laughs> seeing Spider-Man 2 and like the way that that movie hit me. Like, I was thinking about it for months and months and months. It just really just... Spoke to me. Um, that being said, Tom Holland, this new kid, is like Peter Parker walked off the pages of the comic book. He is perfect both on P- as a Peter Parker and as a Spider Man. So I got to give it to him. He does a great job. Uh, James Bond, Sean Connery or Daniel Craig? Uh, Sean Connery. We got to go to Sean Connery. Yeah, that's, that's right. uh, uh, mm. I don't. Yeah, I'm not a big Money believer brand. in the James Money Bond brand. stuff. I don't know. I, I think I think Bond has just kind of gone overboard in the past couple of decades. You, you say I've gone overboard. I, I can't do it. Hang on. I, you know the the sad thing is I could probably do a Bond, but it would be like the Bond from Saturday Night Live. You yeah, know exactly <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, 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 every time you make that voice, all I hear are those uh, SNL parodies of uh, what, what's the game show? Yeah, Jeopardy. Uh, yeah, Je- yeah, Je- yeah, the Jeopardy. SNL things with uh, with Jeopardy well, and Al- what your mother Al- said last night Trebek that's right yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that's what I hear yeah that's 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 rough uh, and then finally uh, movie times do you prefer to go see them in an evening or a matinee uh, matinee yeah because then you got the rest of your day left yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get out and it's you're, it's pitch black you know in the movie theater you get out and then it's it's light and you still have time to go eat or you know shop or go home and, and you know Drink a beer. Do do what you got to do. Yeah, no, yeah. I um, I, I prefer you know the, as early as humanly possible. I, I love if I go see a movie in theaters right now, it's because it just came out. Like I just went to go see Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, I heard it was really good. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's a blast. It is like it is like a rock opera. It is like this rock opera special effects just like masterpiece that is so much fun. It's so colorful. It's so like uh intense. Like they they play you know the the Led Zeppelin immigrant song in the movie like twice. You know I come from the. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like all that kind of stuff. And, you know, because it's it's very Norse. That song is very Norse inspired. And so to have kind of see, yeah. horse, uh, Thor, not horror, <laughs> Thor swinging around his hammer. Maybe that too. And, uh, and, and, you know, to that to that music. And there's this one scene where he's like all like 
electrified up and everything else. And yeah, I've, I've gone completely off the. Uh, <laughs> let's let's keep it between the ditches here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much again. That came in from Jay Freedy uh, from sending those in at thispipelife.com. Amazing online forums. Uh, if you've not checked out this life, thispipelife.com, you absolutely should. When you use the code CSR, you can register there. Thispipelife.com. Use the code CSR to register. Not only are you joining an awesome online community, uh, but you also get some great things like their fireside chats and, and great articles, great images that are over there as well. And, uh, you know, they also are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, basically wherever you are, they are. So check them out, thispipelife.com. It's a really great resource for new pipe smokers, too. We really encourage you to go check that out. Your, your thoughts, thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. All right, man. We got some great listener feedback in. First one comes in from Terry. What did Terry have to say? Terry said, just started listening to your podcast. Apparently, Terry doesn't have much uh, to do. Uh, he, <laughs> he said, enjoyed uh, five of them on my drive back to Springfield, Missouri from Leavenworth. Uh, I've entered a pipe carving contest in our local area. Hey. Oh, cool, Terry. Uh, not sure if I should go creative or traditional. Uh, new to pipes and carving, they started us with a pre-drilled briar block uh, and a plastic tip. So any advice would be awesome. Plus, if you have an episode on this, let me know. Thanks. Uh, and he says... Um, no, yeah, actually, we we did do an episode. Uh, oh, yeah, that, I, I see. Yeah. This, so, we, so we did uh, an episode on that uh, Pipe Smoking 101 that was in April of 2016. Yeah, man. It was uh, called Carve Your Own Pipe and uh, should be actually out on the, uh, the main feed now. So uh, if you haven't checked Good. that out, definitely do so. Um, but yeah, best of luck to you, Terry, in your uh, you know your pipe carving contest. Let us know how that works out for you. Yeah, man. You know they always say the traditional shapes are the hardest to do. So if you want to be a little more forgiving, maybe give yourself some leeway and just have fun with it on the first go around. Uh, I don't know, do something crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, you know, I think it's going to be really hard to to take even a pre drilled block of briar and make a make a bulldog or a billiard or a Dublin or anything like that. So um, regardless, man, knock yourself out. Good luck. And jumping straight from pipe carving novices to a to uh, a pipe carving expert, big time. This, uh, <laughs> this comes in from Jim Duchesne. What did Jim? Yeah, have to say? man, good friend of the show. Uh, hey guys, great show. But all of us here on the West Coast want to know when you are coming to Vegas for the West Coast Pipe Show. Oh man, uh, first weekend in November. You guys are officially invited. Uh, be well and stay smoky, my friends. Jim Duchesne. Uh Jim, incredibly talented pipe carver. Of course, big time. Um, yeah, I've got a few of his pipes. Bo does as well, and um, man, we just really, really believe in his work. We would love to to come to to vegas for the west coast pipe show all the big names are out there uh, particularly from that part of the country a lot of those folks you know can't make it uh you know as far as chicago or to some of the other shows on on uh, on our side of the country but man i'd love to love to get out there and see that never been to vegas so i mean i think it'd be worth it as long as i uh you know leave my credit card at the house <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean we were talking about it actually before the show so um you know if if it is possible next year we, we'll let you know and, and um we, we got to figure out if, if we're going to make that move, it's going to have to be in kind of a special way. So stay tuned and, and we'll, uh, we'll keep you in, in touch or we'll keep you updated as, as we learn more. I got to give Jim uh, actually a shout out too, because he commented on my poor showing at the last long smoke competition here at the Squire and commented on how last year I did so much better. Uh, and he was thinking that maybe it had to do with the pipes. As in, last year when I did pretty well, uh, I was smoking a Jim Duchesne. Pipe. <laughs> That's right. Whereas That's right. this last past year, I was smoking one of the uh, the Savinelli Unfinished and, uh, and and did one of my worst times since uh, since the beginning. So that's no that's no diss on Savinelli, but yeah, there, there, there might be something to say there. There, there might uh, be. He, the man does good work. And then finally, we got this in from uh, Pipe Smoking 
ter- terrariums. Terrariums. Wow. Smoking, and this is a guy from YouTube, Pipe Smoking Terrariums. This is actually a comment that he left us from last week's live video. Okay. And what do you have to say? He just says, love the masks. Love the masks. What is uh? What does that refer to? What masks? What do you? What, we're, not, we're not sure. We're not sure what you're talking about there, terrariums. Yeah, if you could write in and clarify. Yeah, that, clarify that. Clarify that. Yeah. Masks last That's, week specifically. Not not sure what you're referring to, but uh, yeah, yeah. Let us know. Let us know. <laughs> That'd be great. Man, some uh, some feedback tonight from Twitter as well. Uh, our friend Gene yeah, uh, Gene Boker. He says uh, howdy to the future Mrs. Squire, uh, which is which is fun. Um, we've got uh, thank Benjamin McMullen. Thanks so much for the welcome, and I love my new name pronunciation. Uh, love the show. Um, and jamming uh, Portland Paul he says uh, great, great longtime friend of the show he says man fourth generation uh, tobacco 1882 got me started into English blends uh, now are, they are in my rotation with aromatics so good good tobacco from our, our friend Eric Stokeby let's see uh, Kurt Undertaker Piper he really likes uh, Northwest Trek we talked about it he congratulates Caleb and says he really uh, enjoyed Northwest Trek um, and then uh, Mark VV uh, I love this he says uh, uh, he thinks that Missouri Mearsham should include a little leaflet to tell you who ate the corn from your specific <laughs> pipe. <laughs> and that is, uh, that is fantastic. Like. By, by the way, Mark, Mark wanted the, the, you know, uh, country squire family to know that he beat you at the slow smoke competition. Why, 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 why? And so I, no, I just, I think that's worthy <laughs> of saying like, like Mark, Mark made the effort. He drove three and a half hours yeah. to come to the squire yeah. to, to this. And, you know, he, uh, actually brought jambalaya. It was delicious. It was and, delicious. Uh, and, and he, and he whipped you. Uh, but did he though? Do you remember what his time was? I'm, I'm Mark? choosing, I'm choosing to remember yeah, it that way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, so, so Mark, let's not, let's not, um, let's not, you know, gloat too much. Right, brother. I mean, if, we, if we looked at like you know what you actually beat me by, then it gets pretty embarrassing for you to say. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's so lame. I'm just saying. <laughs> we do need to. We need another long smoke competition as soon as humanly possible. We do. I have got to like. I, I note that I haven't entered the past like you know three that I've been around. I, I, I just want everyone to, to notice that. Yeah, right. I, my best showing not was on the accident, one that you actually, right. actually did. So maybe you need to be in the next one. Well, that, we'll see. That needs to happen. That needs to happen. <laughs> well, uh, well, hey, thank y'all so much for that listener feedback we always appreciate that uh, by the way if you've not done so already a great way to actually send us some listener feedback is heading over to itunes and writing us a review there uh, it's a great way to help support the show without spending a dime but hey if you are willing to spend a dime please consider becoming a patron uh, at patreon.com slash country squire radio you can find links directly to there uh, at country radio.com as well uh, where you can also join the pipe club and in fact man this last past weekend i was like you know i was i was earning my my club uh club leadership cred because I was sending out uh, membership cards like nothing yeah, and yeah. correcting spelling That's great. on at least two membership cards. Yeah, our our uh, previously our, our, our friend Aliander Carnes uh, pointed out that uh, he's actually Alexander. Yeah. So and 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 that was remedied. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got it right. I even <laughs> this. I was so desperate to make sure I got it right. I actually took a sc- like I with my phone took a picture of my screen, yeah. of my computer to send to him just you, to be like. Are we sure? I know. <laughs> Let's double check sure this because I'm about to right. double down. Right. Yeah. So anyway, so anyway, all of you, um, with the uh, with the exception of Benjamin, uh, everybody should have their membership cards. Uh, check your emails for for all that as well as your um, avatars and, and all that kind of good stuff as well. Um, by the way, I mentioned at the top of the show that with a lot of these fixes going in for the uh, for the main RSS feed, it may cause us to do a little bit of changing with the uh, with the club feed. In fact, what we're probably going to end up doing is making that club feed very specific to those first 100 episodes. And so for club members, you essentially have kind of two 
two podcasts to subscribe to. One with the classic Country Square Radio Classic, which will have kind of a unique uh, album art, which yeah. will uh, which I'm working on right now. I'm kind of excited about, as well as uh, the Country Square Radio <laughs> new art. Does as it well, involve so. gilding? And it, this, this one <laughs> faux, faux gilding. It it, it may it, no, not anymore. It doesn't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ruined it. It's 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 classic. You know, it's, it's classic. Uh, but anyway, so so uh, be sure to check that out. I'll be posting information on that to the Patreon account as well. Uh, hey guys, you can always tune into the live show. We love to have all of y'all who are uh, tweeting in and giving us such wonderful uh, uh, feedback tonight, as well as uh, quite disturbing disturbing memes uh, that we're seeing. Um, <laughs> that Photoshop of me and John David in the tub. We've we've talked about the line, right? This is this is right on that line. <laughs> right on that line. So terrifying. But uh, but one way or the other, join into the uh, extravaganza that is the live show by tuning in at CountrySquireRadio.com on Monday nights. That's going to be at 8.30 p.m. Central, 6.30 Pacific, and 9.30 Eastern. Again, that's at CountrySquireRadio.com. You can also keep up with us throughout the week. You can follow me. I'm at the real Bo York. I'm at John David Cole, or you can get us at the shop at at underscore CountrySquire. And of course, the uh, show's handle as well as at Squire Radio, but all that information and more can be found at CountrySquireRadio.com. Dude, I had fun tonight. Man, it was a good show. I had, I had fun tonight, man. We got Barry here. We got the future Mrs. Squire. We, I, you, you didn't spill your drink. I mean, it's been a great night. You know, I didn't spill my drink, but because I got to tell you. Because you drank it all. I forgot <laughs> it. Midway through the podcast, I'll just pull the curtain back here. Midway through the podcast, I'm starting to look around like, where did my whiskey go? And then I was like, did I drink it and oh, forgot that I drank it? I consumed it all. That's what alcoholics do. Do <laughs> I have a problem? Or, or am I just getting older? I, I know. know some good therapists. It'll work out. Don't <laughs> worry. Wait, it'll be fine. <laughs> but anyway, well, hey, man. Let's go have a night. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Pottery Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit Pottery.com. goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.